How about a little breaking news audio? Well, yesterday we had the press conference. We had the press conference. We finally got to hear from Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson. I listened to the 40 minutes of these two guys answering questions and skirting around answer after answer. Um, What I did think was telling from the press conference was Howie kept referencing how he wants the team to get younger. And when people hear the words younger, they think that means we are going to rebuild false. That's not what's happening here. The owner proved that today, that he is not interested in rebuilding. When you give a quarterback $30 million a year, when he's about to go into his prime years, you are not interested in rebuilding. You're interested in retooling. The reason he wants to get younger is because he did recognize the issue also that we have a problem with injuries. And older players tend to get more or tend to, you know, more often get hurt than younger players. So what happened today, though, is just so incredible. Yesterday, Doug Peterson is flat out asked how he felt about the coaches on the offensive staff and then specifically was asked after he gave glowing recommendations about Mike Rowe and Carson Walsh and patted them on the back for the jobs they did at the end of the season, he was flat out asked if they would return, and he said yes. Not a question about it. Those two guys were coming back, and there were going to be no changes on the offense. Funny that later in this same uh, press conference that he kind of you know batted around the idea that maybe Jim Schwartz wouldn't be back. You know, just goes to show you, by the way. Remember, Jim Schwartz was not Howie Rose or not Doug Peterson's pick. He was Howie Roseman's pick. He was Jeffrey Lurie's pick. So, you know, Doug has this little bit of resentment. You know, he doesn't he doesn't want to have, you know, his voice being, you know, be, being drowned out by anybody on the team. He needs to be the czar. And I understand the idea behind that. He's the head coach, right? Well, guess what? He was given full control for two years here. Two years, Doug Peterson was allowed to do what he wanted on offense. And and I know it, you know, it grinds his gears a little bit. He's not necessarily able to do what he wants on defense. But again, the whole point of this is Doug should recognize and understand his role. If you're a head coach and you don't understand fully the other side of the football because he's an offensive guy, having a guy like Jim Schwartz over there to, you know, go over the defense to be that defensive head coach in, in a sense, that's a good thing. Yes, Doug can give his input. It's his team. He's still the head coach. I get that. But the point is that he was yesterday, you know, so uncommittal to to Jeff or uh, to Jim Schwartz, but so committal to Mike Rowe and Carson Walsh. And then boom, around twelve o'clock today, it comes out first that Carson Walsh has been relieved, and shortly thereafter, Mike Rowe has been relieved. So what happened? Well, let me tell you what happened. The owner happened. It's apparent, it came out afterwards, but it was apparent uh, this afternoon that Doug Peterson and Jeffrey Lurie had not met yet in regards to what was going to go on with the coaching staff, um, you know, what, what moves were going to be made. This press conference happened before their meeting, which by the way is kind of stupid when you think about it because here we go. Now the whole egg on the face, you're not in charge, I'm in charge dynamic is now abundantly apparent. I'm going to read Doug Peterson's statement. Now, this is, the Eagles put this out. 
So if you think this is Doug Peterson's statement, wrong. This is maybe the Eagles trying to cover up for Doug Peterson. But I'll read you. It's attributed to Doug, so we'll go off that. After much consideration and discussion, I have decided to make a change at offensive coordinator and wide receivers coach positions. It was not an easy decision for me to make, and I appreciate everything that Mike Groh and Carson Walsh contributed to the organization and to my staff. As I said yesterday, they were a big part of our success down the stretch this past season. This is one of the most difficult parts of the job and something that weighs on me, but ultimately I have to make decisions that I believe are in the best interest of the football team moving forward. I apologize for any confusion that I created during yesterday's press conference, including my comments on Coach Schwartz, who has done a great job as our defensive coordinator. It was my it was it was my intent not to comment on any staff during the ongoing evaluations because I wanted to be able to go through the process and communicate any decision directly with the individuals. I did a poor job of explaining that first time I was asked. I will continue to evaluate everything and consider all possibilities to improve our football team. Here's what happened. That press conference ended. The owner had a meeting with the coach and the owner stepped in and he looked him in the eye and said, listen, pal, you're the offensive coordinator. You are. I know it. I know Mike Groh isn't the offensive coordinator. I know Carson Walsh isn't the offensive coordinator. I know you're the offensive coordinator. Well, guess what, bud? Our wide receivers suck. That's Carson Walsh. Our offense sucks. That's you, but we're going to blame Mike Groh. Those two guys are gone. Gone. The power you held because you won a Super Bowl. You think you have the right to call the shots here now? We gave you that right for two years, and this team has been nothing better than barely above 500. We've had a backdoor away into the playoffs twice. And last year, I let you get away with it. I let you get away with it. That's what happened. Remember, last season, we got into the playoffs because we won our final three games. They beat the Rams, the Texans, and the Redskins. And yes, that's a lot better than this season because the Rams, who played in the Super Bowl, we beat them in Los Angeles. Then followed it up by beating Houston, who was a playoff team. And yes, I know the Redskins absolutely sucked last year. Well, guess what? They sucked this year too, but we beat the crap out of them 24-0 in Washington. Then went to Chicago, who is a 12-win team. Went to Chicago, by the way. That's on the road and won a playoff game. So yes, uh, the owner was able to allow Mike Groh to stay. He was allowing Doug to, you know what? Maybe it was just a bad run there early in the season. Carson wasn't obviously healthy. Nick came in and things got better. That's apparent. I'll give you a pass. There is no pass this season. We played a very weak schedule. That's apparent. That's abundant. I'm not making that up. That's the truth. Our losses were to some absolutely god-awful teams. We drafted J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. He didn't develop one single iota. Nelson Aguilar had regressed. Elshon Jeffrey had regressed. So the wide receivers were not playing up to stuff. And the one, the, the prize, the rookie wide receiver you took in the second round, he looks like a complete and utter bust. The wide receivers coach, you're gone. Boom. Now what's going on with the offense? Oh, wait, wait. But the last four games, listen, I told everybody don't stop believing. I, I believe that this team can make a run because if you look at the NFC right now, it is wide freaking open. I do not see any juggernauts in the NFC. That's why I believed. That's why I believe that they can get to the Super Bowl. But if you think that your job should be saved, we were 5-7. and seven. You think your job should be saved because we beat the Giants twice, the Redskins once, and the Cowboys? You think that saves your job? 
Well, I remember playing against New New England and we scored 10 points. I remember playing against Seattle the first time and scoring nine points. I remember playing against Seattle this time and scoring nine points. Let me tell you this. Maybe the, the owner recognized what I believe is the truth here is that the offense absolutely sucks. The quarterback is the best part of the offense and he actually has covered up a lot of the problems that this offense has. And I'm not blaming Mike Groh. Don't get me wrong. I'm not blaming him. I'm not saying he doesn't have some part in this. He obviously does. But the offensive coordinator is Doug Peterson. And Jeffrey Lurie knows this offense absolutely, completely sucks. And what he did today was take the ball out of Doug's hands. He pretty much fired Doug uh, Peterson without firing him. This is step one in his firing. You think if this happens again next year, he ain't getting fired, you're dead wrong. You saw the owner. He refuses to be mediocre. He's embarrassed at the fact that we won the Super Bowl two years ago, and we haven't won 10 wins in a season since. That's bad. That's horrible. He knows the quarterback was regressing. Two years. Two years. You lost Reich and Filippo. So he put it all on Peterson, and the quarterback got worse for two years. Yes, he was playing at a great level these last four weeks. But that does not um, overcompensate or, 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 or you know, remove the, 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 what has happened in the last year and a half. The quarterback got worse. That was apparent. He played terrible against Seattle, terrible against New England. His first half of the season was bleh. He had a couple of good games. That was it. He had good moments. Remember, I was saying he was a moments guy. Well, that's because Doug Peterson has failed Carson Wentz. That's over. That is over. It is a new day. And I know instantly people thought, well, wait, wait. Maybe we'll bring Deuce Staley up to be the offensive coordinator. You know, he was the guy that they considered last time. Nothing against Deuce Staley. Deuce Staley, I think, is a very good running backs coach. Deuce Staley might be a very good offensive coordinator, but this is not done for an internal move. No, no. They are done with internal moves. That's what this idiot Peterson did the first time. He internalized it. He he brought growth from the wide receivers coach up to be the offensive coordinator because Doug was going to run the show. This was Doug's show. And I get it. He's the head coach. It should be his show. But guess what? He's failed these last two years. And his ass was essentially fired today. He was fired as the offensive coordinator. I am eagerly anticipating what's going to happen at offensive coordinator now. Because here's my thing. What wasn't said today, because there isn't a coach. There's nothing to be said on it yet. And Doug will talk tomorrow. I know he's he's got a, a radio appearance that I'm going to listen to. And I'm sure he's going to try to hide from what he said last time. He doesn't want to get egg on his face twice. So he's not going to really probably divulge any really new information or, or lead us on to who he thinks should be hired. And I know he's going to try to backtrack and say, well, you know what? When I made those comments, I haven't evaluated fully the coaching staff, which is complete and utter BS that within 24 hours, you went from giving glowing recommendations and saying without a doubt, those guys would be back that there are, they are fired. Please, no, that's a lie. Don't listen to him. Now he knows he has to cover his ass. But what I think, honest to God, happened is that the owner recognized that this was a sinking ship. And here's the thing. If Doug Peterson gets an offensive coordinator and then he tells everybody that that offensive coordinator is going to call the plays, then understand that Jeffrey Lurie fired him from being the offensive uh, coordinator. He's done with that. If Doug gives up play calling power, That tells you he is now officially just the head coach. Now, do I think that's the last of the coaching fires? Potentially. I I don't see the Eagles disrespecting Schwartz and firing him if, you know, he's up for a head coaching job. He just had his interview in Cleveland yesterday. Do I think they should fire him? I'm not sure. The grass is not always greener. Everybody's under the impression, get rid of Schwartz and we'll be all right. We need a new defensive mindset here, blah, blah, blah. We've been top half in the league since Schwartz took over. Top 10 twice. 
This this defense, there's not a lot of talent, especially in the back end. So I do give Jim Schwartz a lot of credit for for you know having the the numbers essentially defensively that we've had the last four years with the talent that he's been given. But if they were going to move on, I understand that as well. Mediocre doesn't cut it. We're not built to be mediocre. That's the one thing I like about Lurie. Remember, when he fired Chip Kelly because he didn't want to show up to that Christmas party, he knew he was firing him before that. But he just said, screw it, we won't be mediocre. He gave Chip Kelly all the tools. He made him the GM and the coach because he didn't want to be mediocre. He thought, if that's going to help us win, then so be it. He'll take over. He doesn't want to be mediocre. He gave Doug Peterson a pass here for two years because he won a championship. And that's earned. I understand. I can understand his thought process behind it. But last year, we got fool's gold. They got hot at the right time, and he wasn't going to let getting hot at the right time again mask what had happened for the previous 12 weeks prior to that. Now, what do I think they're going to do with offensive coordinator? I mean, instantly, the first name you hear is Jim Caldwell. Quarterbacks coach for the Dolphins, uh, former head coach of the Lions, former offensive coordinator of uh, the Colts when Peyton Manning was there. That, to me, sounds like a Frank Reich type hire, right? Listen, I know Roseman said in this press conference that the Super Bowl is over, but that doesn't mean the owner doesn't want to bring in what helped us win the Super Bowl. He doesn't like, he understands that was a working game plan right there. That worked. We won a championship with this setup. A veteran coach as the offensive coordinator that could stand up to Doug Peterson and tell him where to go and how to get there. These younger guys that he had brought in like a Mike Rowe, Mike Rowe isn't going to go over Doug Peterson. Mike Rowe got his job because of Doug Peterson. Frank Reich and Jim Schwartz knew that they had power over Doug Peterson in that that their voices can be heard and they didn't have to worry about being fired because of it. These guys did. That's done now. We're two years back. Peterson's seat is extremely warm. Don't think it's not. When the owner is taking control of your coaching staff, then you know something's up. Don't think he lied to everybody yesterday too. This wasn't Doug Peterson lying saying, oh, we're not going to fire those coaches because, or I'm not going to say they're getting fired because I don't want to do that right now, blah, blah, blah. No, he's never lied at a press conference. He's not a liar. He was told by the owner, shut your mouth, pal. You're getting put back in the corner you belong in. You're now under my watch. You failed for two years. Here you go. Here's your one freebie. You're going to fix this coaching staff and I'm going to help you do it. That's what Jeffrey Lurie said. So Jim Caldwell's a choice, I hear. Then you hear, you know, I'm hearing Joe Brady, the off at the passing game coordinator. Now, this is a young guy. He's the passing game coordinator for the LSU Tigers. Okay, but he's a young guy. Now, let me tell you this. If he's brought in, he's brought in by the owner, Jeffrey Lurie. So yes, can he bring in a young guy and get away with it? Of course, if he feels that's the best option. But that the, beauty, the beautiful part of all this is that the guy he does bring in is not going to play to Doug Peterson. He's not going to have to fear that Doug Peterson isn't going to like him. As long as the owner likes him, it's fine. If the owner thinks he's doing a good job, he's fine. The coach is the one who's got the most heat on him. Yeah, but I hear Joe Brady. Is that a good hire? I don't know. He's the passing game. He's not even the offensive coordinator for LSU. He's the passing game coordinator. Young mind. I mean, look at LSU's offense this year. Joe Burrow was incredible. Their wide receivers were incredible. It's not something I'm against because remember, Doug Peterson is still the offensive coordinator, right? I mean, 
I'm getting the hint that Lurie doesn't want him to be the offensive coordinator, that he wants him just to be the head coach, but for what I know right now and the knowledge that's been given to me, he's still the offensive coordinator. So if you're bringing a guy like a Joe Brady in, then yes, that could make sense because at least he is, you know, helping Doug Peterson along. Now, again, here's another thing you got to be worried about. How much help does Doug think he needs? Because clearly he admitted today he didn't need any. When he said yesterday that Grow and, and, and Walsh would be back because they did an exceptional job, well, he told us all that, you know what? I don't need any help. I think this is working great. Doug Peterson has essentially admitted that being 9-7 and seven was okay. Oh, we, we had so many injuries. Well, those injuries added up through the season. Why were we at 1.5-7? and seven? We were 5-7. and seven. That's not good enough. Not in this crap division. We didn't play a hard schedule this season. Don't get me wrong, we played some good teams, but we did not play a difficult schedule at all. Other names that, you know, are going to be thrown around, you know, Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden could be a great offensive coordinator. He was a great offensive coordinator. That's how he got the Redskins job. You know, that's a veteran. Jason Garrett. How about him? Ooh. Those are guys, though, that I wouldn't have a problem with because I know for a fact those guys have had coaching experience. If D- Doug Peterson's going to listen to Jason Garrett, he's going to listen to Jay Gruden. He's going to listen to Jim Caldwell. The problem is, are those guys the right answer for the offense that we want to run? The best offense we ran was two years ago when it was a spread-type offense. You need to find somebody who runs that offense because that's where it looked like Carson Wentz was his most comfortable. This is all about Carson Wentz. Don't think it's not for a single second. The, The owner has invested a lot into that quarterback. He's giving him $30 million a year. He does not want him to be an average player. This whole, is he a borderline top 10? No, that's not what he paid him. He paid him top money because he thinks he's a top player. This was a great day. This was a great day for the Eagles because the owner has stepped up and said, mediocre doesn't work. I'm not going to speculate again. I've given you some options on who the offensive coordinator can be. I'm not going to really speculate too much because I don't know really what Jeffrey Lurie's thinking, but I clearly know he has a plan. Could it be Pat Shermer? I remember Pat Shermer was the interim head coach when when Chip Kelly was fired. It was only for a game. I wouldn't read too much into it, but I mean, again, that was a move that Jeffrey Lurie made, and that was a call that Jeffrey Lurie made to make Shermer the the interim head coach for a game. So clearly, he has a liking of of Pat Shermer. I'm not opposed to Pat Shermer. I think Pat Shermer's a great offensive coach, and he's adjusted his whole career. Look at what he had. He came from Cleveland, then he, you know... Chip was there, so he sees the concepts that worked with Chip. I mean, the Giants' offense looked pretty good this year. I know they had some bad moments, but I mean, they, they lacked a lot of talent too, and they had a lot of injuries. But Daniel Jones looked like he developed pretty well under Pat Shermer. That's something that I'm saying the owner could be looking at. Is he my choice? I didn't say that. I'm just talking in terms of what the owner might be looking for. You know, there, there's James Urban. He's the quarterback's coach for the Ravens. Okay, that's an option. They like what he is. I don't think they're going to go with somebody who's never been a coordinator before. I think this move was done to get an experienced voice in there. But again, we'll see what happens. I am eagerly anticipating this. And I know for a fact, Doug Peterson is pissed. He definitely is. He was made to look a fool today. But he did that on his own. I mean, reports came out that Lurie decided this in December this was going to happen. 
So if people are hearing this, there's no way the owner or the head coach didn't hear this. When Greg McElroy is reporting, there's going to be major changes to the Eagles coaching staff. Like he, I woke up to that today. Like who the hell does Greg McElroy know? He's the former Alabama quarterback. How does he have a source with the Eagles? Well, it tells me that that he has maybe some connection to Grow or Walsh because he must have known this like three hours before it was announced. Like I said, very much eagerly anticipating where this goes next, but this needed to be addressed. Again, I will be back next week. I'm going to still go over, you know, the roster, who I think stays, who I think goes. It's going to be a little bit more um, complex now because, I mean, I'm hoping by that time maybe we do have an offensive coordinator in place because, uh, remember, whoever comes in here, maybe their input's going to have a little bit to do with who's on the roster. Their voice might get heard. Clearly, that's what the owner's looking for. He needs somebody's voice who can get hurt because he hates the offense. That's what I found out today. He hates the offense, and he likes the defense because Jim Schwartz is still employed. And again, like I said, could change if he gets the Cleveland job. Obviously, he's out. Um, Maybe if Cleveland hires a coach and it's not Jim Schwartz, maybe then he could let go. They do respect Jim Schwartz. They're not going to just fire him and screw any chance he has of becoming a head coach because they fired him. And furthermore, that statement I read, that told me maybe nothing was going to happen with Coach Schwartz. Right? They address him as Coach Schwartz in the statement. But again, if something does happen here in the next coming days, I sure will be back with, you know, if there is breaking news, if we do hire an offensive coordinator. And again, like I said, regularly scheduled. We'll go over the roster. We'll see who's leaving, who I think should stay. And I'll give grades for everybody on the roster for their performances this season. But it's great to see that Jeffrey Lurie, you get an A-plus today, buddy. A-plus. Very, very happy for you. Very happy with what you did. We will not be mediocre. Fly, Eagles, fly.